This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, wrapping up a Tuesday uh, postgame, Boomer and Carton with Jerry and Al. I don't feel well, so we're going to get through this. And uh, we actually did a lot on the show today, Al, that quite frankly was fun. Uh, one of them was the whole theory of the testosterone tests and who on the staff would be the worst and who would have the most. I guess that's how you check the levels of it, basically, with a simple blood test. And by the way, I'm glad it's just a blood test and not what I thought it might be. Uh, and I'm I'm intrigued by this. I'm 41. I want to know where I'm at. Yeah. Um, well, I've got bad news for you is because I did this uh, maybe two years ago. And uh, your number is not going to be where you want it to be. Can I ask you this? Because of our ages. Now, let me ask you this. Now, you don't do cardio. You've started to. You're mostly weightlifting. I have been told, and my buddy who who has gone for testosterone testing as part of his accident he was in, he's got to have everything tested uh, every two months. The more he exercises, the higher his testosterone levels are. And I'm just wondering, I do cardio five days a week, which is why I think I would have the highest levels. Have you been told that, or are we... Making that up? Um, maybe you're not making it up. It's not gonna. It's not going to increase your amount so much. I mean, the reality is, this comes down to what are your what are you sleeping? How are you sleeping? How old are you? And your diet. Okay. And that is literally it. So, Boomer being the oldest of the group, there is a 95 percent chance Boomer is going to have the Just least amount. Just because of his age. Just because of his age. Okay. And I know the guy doesn't sleep. Right. Craig doesn't sleep. Right. Uh, we sleep a little more than them, but we generally don't get not good well. sleep. We don't sleep well, and we're all over 40. It's not going to be a good number. The The thing is, though, the, the normal range for testosterone is such a wide range that they'll say, oh, that's normal. So what is in, like, give me, like, when we do this, right, and you, I know you've done it before, so is it like a range from 1 to 10? Are there no, no it's, it's like 100. It's like uh, uh, nor anything under 200. I believe is considered bad. Okay. But anything from like 200 to 800 is normal. Well, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, it's a it's a large So you would thing. say basically if we were right in the middle of that normal range, that's what you we're would think be. it's a good number. It's it'll be it's a number. Well, the problem is nowadays too, everyone's into uh these fake testosterone pills and all that stuff. The other thing you do if you'll talk to a doctor or, or when I had this test, I could just go over everything with you is that there's uh, testosterone cannot be taken orally in a pill or or a liquid or anything. Right. So all those Fugazi commercials we see are useless. It has to be in, go right into the bloodstream through an injection or through those creams. And that's why you were wondering if you could get creamed. Right. 
but the problem is once you start doing that, you will now have to do that for the rest of your you life because your your body then knows that your testosterone is being produced by this other way, so right. it kind of shuts down. Right, and uh, usually a good indicator of your testosterone levels is your sex drive, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they, they say, you know, um, body hair, facial hair, oh, boy. muscle all that stuff. Like if if you if you see a lack of muscle in your body or you're not growing as much facial hair as you used to, then used it's a lack of a, testosterone. Yes. Wow. I mean, I got hair everywhere. Yeah. So that's good. You got hair <laughs> in your neck. You're good, Jerry. That's disgusting. I will say, here's the thing. If Tommy, who's 30, and the youngest of our group, he should have the highest testosterone. You would think so. And Boomer, the oldest, should have the least. How old is Bob? Is he in his 30s? Or no, 40s? he's 40s. Bob is in his yeah. 40s as well. All right, He's so got really a terrible group, diet. He's got no shot. So theoretically, the group should be the four or five of us, and Tom is should be the barometer of where we want to be. I can give you the numbers right now based on my amateur speaking. It's going to be most testosterone is going to be Tommy, followed by Jerry, followed by you, I'll go I Craig. Think. Really? Me. Uh, Eddie and Bobby's got the worst diet a human can have. Right, but, and then but Boomer because he's older. Yeah, and doesn't sleep. Bobby's got the worst diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it's not good as a matter of yes. fact. Yes, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, good. Excellent. Do I go second? Yes, yes. this is you. Oh, hi, yes. Jerry. Hi. Um, yeah, we talked today a little bit about D'Angelo Williams being released by the Panthers. Mm. He was kind of pissed at the Panthers because his mom had passed away, and uh, only Greg Hardy went to the funeral. And this is a thing that came up on the show and, and something my friends and I discuss on a regular basis for some reason when we're watching like the games on Sunday, you know, football games or eating wings, drinking beers. And we're like, if your grandmother passes, do I have to go to, the, am I expected to go to that funeral? So we, we have had this discussion. Yes. And I always feel like if your friend's mom, dad, or sibling passes, then you go. Immediate family. Their grandmother, who's 90, passes. Mm. I think it depends on how close you are with the person, personally. And then the other thing is, what do you have to go to? The, the wake. wake? Both yes. wakes? Both wakes in the funeral? No. One wake, one funeral? One wake. One wake. Is the funeral acceptable and not the wakes? Yeah, as long as you're going to one of them, that's oh, where I think you're up. good. You, you, put it, you, you have a suit on and you're at one of those events, you're good. I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally with that. The, I, I really believe it has to do with how close you are to somebody and, the re- and if there was a relationship with that person. Right. So had I ever met your grandmother, even just once, to me, you know what? I'm obligated in my really? mind to go, absolutely. Well, that's nice. That is if nice. If I knew her, why wouldn't I? I would think it's rude if you don't. I remember when uh, my, one of my grandmothers had passed away and, and some of my, a couple of my friends did show up and I was shocked. They'd be like, hmm. And in my head, I was like, I would never have crossed my mind to go to their grandmother's really? funeral. Yeah. Interesting. But you're just not a good dude. I guess I don't, uh, well... Now, let me ask you this. They came to the funeral. Yes. Did you return the favor, or has that Well, that hasn't happened yet. happened yet. Okay. I had a friend. Uh, his dad passed away. I went to that. You better go to that. Yes. Now, the whole, by the way, the whole topic is so morbid, but at the same time, it's real life. Yes. You know, it's kind of like everybody goes through this. Everybody thinks about it, and everybody wonders about it, because here's the fact of the matter is, as much as you don't want to say it, and it's it's cold, and it's just brutally honest, it takes time out of your day and responsibilities, and that's what Boomer was getting to. You know, if your kid has a big Little League game or something, do you go to the wake or do you go to the funeral? You probably still should. I mean, it's a yes. Little League game as opposed to someone dying. They're gone. Right. See ya. Never on this earth again. Right. Respects. 
Yeah, absolutely. Pay your respects. It really is. Oh, God, now I'm depressed. I don't feel well. Now I'm depressed. Well, we're getting to the age, Jerry, where our testosterone is dropping, and <laughs> no, 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 and no, our, nothing to do with and relatives, older relatives are passing. I'm just saying, at that age, you do get to a certain age once you go north of 40, where people you know and people yes. in your family do start. And do you ever think of the cycles? The life cycles? Yeah, yeah. meaning like you're now mid 40s. Right. I'm. I'll be 41. I'm not yet, but I'll be 41. Like I find it really odd and strange to think that I'm 41 because like I look at my kids, I'm like, God, Matthew's going to be 10, be 11 this year already. It's like, I still feel like if you told me that on Monday I had to go back to St. John Vianney for class at 830. You're ready to roll. I kind of feel like I'd fit in. Right. I feel like I'd be ready to go, go to baseball practice after the game. I really, after after school, I really do. The idea that I'm 41 or you're like, I can't get through my head that you're 45, Craig's 45. Boomer, I can understand from this standpoint. I watched him on TV as a teenager. And while the age difference isn't that much, to me, Boomer's still like, wow. It's well, that's Boomer. the weird thing. Like, between Boomer and I, it's only eight years. Right. But I feel like I was a little kid watching a man playing football. Correct. But because it was only, the... in those those were important eight years in that span Agreed. of teenage years. Right. I agree. And it's like, like the image of him on the football field. Yeah, like, wow, that was a it. man. Like, do you ever think, uh, I, this comes through my head a lot. Do you ever think you could be like a head football coach no. of a college? Forget high school, like of a college. No, I, I don't command multiple. I can't command multiple people. See, I think that's garbage. I think you can. I've seen you get angry and nasty, and if you would just incorporate that into your leadership, yes. I absolutely think you could. I, I think you could run the newsroom just as I think I could. Eddie can. Oh, I would love to run the newsroom. Exactly. So, see, you do have the leadership skills. You just have to be a little bit of a— um, But the people out in the newsroom are not— athletic uh type a personality yeah, but a leader's a leader though like i don't see if you can if you could lead seven or eight guys in the newsroom why couldn't you lead 12 guys on the basketball team you could you could be the head coach of a basketball team not a football team it's a little different but you could why couldn't you coach a high school because, or a college basketball team because i i always feel like this with coaches if i'm controlling and i'm running the newsroom out there yeah i can do what i'm expecting the newsroom people to do I can't yell at a kid for not hitting a three when I can't hit a three. Completely different. Yeah, that my argument or my question wasn't about being able to teach a kid how to hit a three or leading him. I know we'll move on. My question was more, do you feel like you could command a group of men in their you know late teens, early 20s? And in some respects, I say yes. In other respects, I say, oh, my God, no. Yeah, I, say, I would say, oh, my God, no. Right. All right, well, speaking of, oh, my God, no, baseball's gotten to be too long, and they're hoping to shorten it, and I guess – the incoming commissioner will listen uh, to ideas on how to quicken the game up, give it a bit of a, of a faster pace, and also, and they are they've got some new rules implemented, which I don't think will work, but whatever. Also, they will listen to ideas on how to shorten the season or possibly shortening the season, which I think we all agree, baseball should go back to 154 games and not end the not end the regular season October 1st. Yes. First of all, if you're going to shorten the season, knocking it from 162 to 154 is not even going to be noticeable. So, what is the point of that? You got to knock it down in half no, if you, you want to make a difference, Jerry. There'll be no no difference between 162 games and 154 games. You will not notice the difference. I think you will notice a difference because the I, I think you can cram it in a little sooner and you can get the regular season over in August and you can get the playoffs. See, the problem for me for the baseball playoffs, the World Series ends during like the best part of the football season. Right. If you can get the World Series, guarantee me that the World Series is now going to be over. Mid-October, not October 31st where they're playing on Halloween, but I know about like October 12th, the season's done. It makes a difference. You want to go to 146, fine. 
you can't cut it down to 81 games. That's not what baseball is. It should never be snowing in any of the baseball cities. So having games in March and even parts of April, no good. Uh, and September, October, no good. You so gotta, why don't we just play May through yes, August? Perfect. Well, that's May, what they ha- June, July, right, August. That is basically what minor league baseball is. Yeah, I They're like called that. Half seasons. I mean, you're pretty much bastardizing what baseball has been since its inception. Yes. So you want to bastardize I'm for bastardizing. <laughs> uh, Rob Manford, the uh, the new uh, commissioner. He doesn't like it to shorten it more than 154 games because he says then the records are meaningless. I think we've kind of proved that people think they're meaningless anyway right, right now. I don't think that really matters, quite frankly. Yeah. Plus, why would they matter if we went from 154 to 162? Doesn't that render anything with 154 meaningless? Yes. Of course. I, I also had a theory yesterday that I ran out there on Twitter, which was uh, the four. you take the four major sports, football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Right. They each get three months only. Right. Then we switch sports. None, none of the sports overlap. Games are played once a week. Right. You're the pro. That way, Excuse Matt Harvey me? pitches. That, you got Matt Harvey as your stud pitcher. See you every Sunday, Matt Harvey, because so that's now it's the game. Twelve game baseball season. Twelve game baseball season. Twelve game football season. Twelve game basketball. Twelve. Why all of a sudden? Why? Why can't we play? Uh, uh, we're playing football once a week. Because the bodies need time to recover. Yeah, You've said it. some dumb things. That one's pretty dumb. Jerry, uh, Kevin Garnett is back uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And uh, I forget who, which player was uh, there at the same time that uh, Garnett was there previously. Mm. And he was warning the players that on game night, if Kevin Garnett comes into the locker room uh, pregame on a game night and you are talking on your phone or texting or playing games on it, that that phone, good chance it ends up in the toilet. Love it. Absolutely. That he takes it and tosses it right in the toilet, that he is somebody who changes an atmosphere around the locker room in a good way. Yeah, it is a good way. He's basically coming in and saying, listen, I'm the boss. The the only issue with Garnett acting this way still is that he can't back up his – his anger or his actions, his leadership. I know you can be a leader and not still be a great player, I guess. But with the Nets, he turned into like a bit player doing nothing. I mean, really, he was averaging like four points per game, you know, a few rebounds. Um, but that having been said, when you're a young team like Minnesota, you could probably use that leadership. It would be kind of like, I guess, Boomer or Craig coming in, and they don't like what we're doing, and they just take our stuff and they throw it in the trash or right out the window. What are we going to do about it? Nothing. Well, Garnett's been in the league a long time, yes? Uh, Twenty years. Twenty years. So, yeah. so even the people, the the other players on Minnesota, while while Garnett can't back it up on the court anymore, they I'm sure still look up to him as this was a guy as a kid I was watching. I, dominate. I would certainly think so. I always wonder when you look at a team, you know, like the Timberwolves now. Um, they're young, as we know, and I I bet you there are guys on the team who really they probably know the name. Maybe they did see them, but may not realize what an amazing player he was. You know, you're going back now to the mid-90s for when Kevin Garnett came out of high school and started playing basketball. I bet you half of them don't even know what kind of a career he had. Right. I always think it's funny, too, like guys in the NFL who 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 know Boomer as the guy on the NFL yeah. today, they don't know Boomer as the Bengal quarterback. He's the guy on CBS, basically. Yeah. You know, but this guy was a pro. He was an MVP, just for the record. Right. 99.9% of you will not be that. And Jerry, who, who did you look up to in your broadcasting career? This is a, this, by the way, is a question I ask on Al's oh. Boring Podcast. Jerry, when you were younger, who were you uh, well, listening to? Who I, did you want to be? Initially, I wanted to be a baseball play-by-play man, and I love Bob Murphy. That's no secret. I used to even in high school, 
Um, I used to announce games during practice, and my buddy Mike Mullaney used to yell at me, just shut up already. I mean, it's just enough. I used to do that. And I love Breen uh, with Imus. I always love Breen with Imus. So, I mean, you have those two guys. I would say beyond that, that's that's probably it, I would think. You? Um, well, I loved Howard Stern, but I knew I couldn't be Howard Stern, so I liked any of the uh, the guys in the background. You like the other guys? Like Baba Booey or Fred. Gotcha. Jerry, we're out of time, and this brings me to uh, something. I have a, a psychologist friend. She's a psychologist. I get well, if she's a psychologist friend, she's probably a psychologist. Yeah, so that's the right. one that doesn't um, prescribe meds. Right, just talks to you. But she listened to my podcast yeah. and actually said to me, um, as a psychologist, I find your endings awkward. Yeah. And well, I said, it's so funny that Jerry mentioned that to yeah. me. Yeah, pretty much. Which is why I wanted to call it the boring and awkward podcast. Because yeah. quite frankly, the two of us are a bunch of idiots. And honestly. even the, the, when, the, the other podcast, on the interview podcast yeah. I'm doing, when that ends, the people look at me like, now what do I do? Even that one? Yeah, oh, that one's terrible. That one is terrible. I just want you to give it a big see ya. That's Michael K. Yeah, she said she suggested a sign off phrase of some sort. Got to go. I like that one. Try that again. We's got to go. Perfect. Oh, I ruined it. You got to do it to end it. One more time. Yeah. We's got to go. It's the Boomer and Carton post game show with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.